a simplified approach to a well-mannered dog. Hi, this is Leah. Thanks for joining me today. I'm here with Sean from Dog Gone Good Dog Training, and we're going to talk about bringing home a new dog. So you, you just brought your dog home. Okay. You're like, how in the world am I going to train this dog? This, this dog does everything that it shouldn't be doing. It's chewing up things. It's jumping on the bed. It is peeing in the house. Mm -hmm. How, like, nobody could train this dog. This dog can't be trained. What do you say to those people? Okay. Well, I don't believe that this dog cannot be trained. The first thing I would do would be exercise the dog. By that, I mean the dog needs to run free off leash. If you don't have a fenced yard, take your dog to like a hockey rink or a tennis court or find someone who does have a fenced yard and the dog needs to run, run, run. You can't train a dog that has tons of energy. The dog has no ability to like listen to anything you have to say or can't focus on you because it has pent up energy. You'll get a better response from your dog if he has drained his energy. Okay, so once that dog is, is ready to pay attention to you or is in the physical state to learn something from mm -hmm. you, what happens next? I would take the dog one-on-one, -on -one, just one person and one dog with no distractions into a quiet room, and I would have some treats, and I would teach the dog to work for treats. Surprisingly, I have met several dogs that don't really understand that concept, that I ask you to sit and I give you a treat. They haven't put those two things together. Once the dog understands, you know, you sit for a treat, then you start to build a relationship with that dog and they understand that if I sit, I get a treat. That's called positive reinforcement. That's always rewarding good behavior because anything that's rewarded will be repeated. And that's how you start to build a relationship with the dog. You just start with something really simple like that, teaching the dog to sit. And, and remember what we're talking about right here is, is peanuts, right? Peanuts. What we've been talking about is for the people that literally just brought the dog home and Absolutely. have been freaking out. Yes. And you know what's funny? A lot of people, when they, when they first get a dog and they bring it home, they let it run all through their house. Just like you described in the very beginning, you know, it's running all through my house. Before I even brought the dog home, I would go out and I would buy some gates and I would block off access to the rest of my house and just keep the dog in probably my kitchen, maybe my family room. The dog doesn't need to have access to the whole house. It's a new environment. The dog's going to be completely stressed out and run all over the place and not know what to do. So confinement would be a good option. I would also make sure I had a crate so I could put the dog in the crate if I needed to contain the dog. When I got a shower and I wasn't able to watch the dog, I would not want to leave it alone in a new environment, if, especially if I didn't know the dog or what it was capable of doing. So a crate would be another option. Just to be clear about crates, a crate is not a punishment, correct? Never. No. A, a crate is one of the best tools that you can use for a young dog or a puppy it's not a bad thing. The only way a crate would be a bad thing is if we made it bad. A crate is not ever used for a punishment or anything bad. A crate is a great tool to keep your dog safe and to keep your house safe. Let's rewind a bit. We've talked about draining your dog of the energy to be ready to do something for right, you. Right, that would be the first so, thing. So you've got your dog right in front of you and you want to teach it something simple like what's sit. the most simple thing is sit. Sit's the most common okay. thing people do first. Let's go about that step by step. Well, first of all, the dog has to know that you have food <laughs> in your hand. A lot of people think that using food to get a dog to perform a skill is a cop-out. And I'll say to someone, will your dog sit? And they'll say, yeah, for a treat. And I say, well, that's fabulous. That's a great start. You know, we have to start somewhere. And dogs 
work for food naturally. If your dog was a stray, your dog would be working for food 24-7, looking for food. So they're working for food. They're just sitting instead of wandering around looking for food. And what is it you always say? You say be abundant with your treats, right? In the beginning, yeah. because it's not forever. Correct. Yeah. You want to be very generous with your treats, especially with a new dog and forming a relationship with a new dog. You want to be very generous with your treats and then they'll pay attention to you more. If you're stingy with your treats, the dog's not going to pay attention to you. They're just going to wander away. And uh, since it was just Halloween, I actually have a, a good a good an analogy. So let's say you're out trick-or-treating, right? And your friend comes up to you and says, Hey, that guy at that house over there, he's giving out the really big candy bars. So you go running over there and go to that house and you knock on the door and the guy answers the door and he starts talking to you and asking you questions about your family and, and your costume. And you're like, come on, mister. I got houses to go to. Come on. So you're holding me up. And you're standing there with your bag open and he's still talking and he, he's just not giving you any candy. And finally you say, you know what? This isn't worth it. I'm out of here. And then you take off and leave. So basically dogs are simple minded. Very simple minded. Yeah. And we tend to complicate things for sure. Just work with your dog one-on-one -on -one in a quiet room for five minutes tops. See if you can get your dog to sit. And when you're teaching your dog something new, they don't understand what you're trying to teach them. They're trying their best. They really are. Sometimes they might put up their paw and paw at you because they don't understand. Just be really patient, really calm, and move slowly. Your movements need to be very slow, and you need to be very calm. You see how I'm very calm? This is, this is how I would be if I was working with a new dog. I would be very calm. And you've been working with it for five minutes, so your command is probably verbal and some sort of hand gesture. Correct, yeah. So let's say that the dog responds. You want to reward that treat? Immediately. Immediately. Yeah, so this is how it works. You ask a dog to sit, and you reward the sit. If you're working with your dog and five minutes goes by and your dog is not sitting and you've tried and your dog just really doesn't understand, the more frustrated you get, the worse it's going to be. Just end the session and then try again later. Eventually, your dog will sit. When you're teaching your dog something new, the first thing you do is you teach the dog the action. And then you add the verbal cue and the hand signal. Most people don't do that. They add the verbal cue in initially when they're first teaching the dog to sit. They're saying, sit, sit, sit. That's a human trait. Dogs don't work that way. Dogs, we need to learn the skill first, and then you add the verbal cue and the hand signal. Dogs are watching you more than listening to you, so hand signals are great to incorporate with the main basic commands. So dogs are visual. They are. I've talked in my other podcasts about how dogs communicate. They communicate through body language, mostly smell and energy. You have to remember, this is a brand new environment for this dog, and it's going to take a while for the dog to get used to the new home. People say, well, I've had the dog for a few weeks. No, I'm talking a few years. We have brought many different dogs into our house at different ages. We've had a 15-month-old dog, a 9-year-old dog, a 6-year-old dog, a 5-year-old dog, and a 10-week-old puppy. I have come to notice that after about two years of that dog being in our home, that dog is finally its true self. And it's a defining moment. I remember looking at each dog going, you know what? Now I get you. Now I know who you are. You're really your true self. It just takes time. And you notice an improvement over time. The dog will be more comfortable. And the honeymoon period will wear off. A lot of times people adopt a rescue dog. They'll say, oh my gosh, this dog is perfect. This dog is wonderful. But that's because the dog is still not, didn't let its hair down yet. And new behaviors will definitely develop and appear. And they may not be desirable behaviors. The dog will become more comfortable. You just have to be really patient about it and take your time. 
follow me on Facebook and Instagram. It's Doggone Good Dog Training. And let us know that you're listening. Have a doggone good day. Take care now.